0: Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Deho Mahesh Guru Sakshat Param Brahma, Thus Shri Sri Gurave Namaha, Thus may Sri Gurave Namaha. We have rejected all the pancha as not I. Then the question comes, so there remains nothing. So how can you say that this pancha vivek will lead us to self-realization? So the teacher says, nidra nidrādaya sarve anubhuyante na Yes, what he said is true. But who knows that everything is rejected? You cannot reject him. See, This is the foundation of understanding. Unless there is a knower, the objective knowledge cannot happen. But when it comes to the subjective knowledge, then it is a knowledge without a knower. Should I say that I know myself, see? Can I say that I don't know myself? Can I say that I don't remember myself? This knowing, not knowing and remembrance, all these three fall in the purview of mind. But when you transcend the mind, all this language becomes important. Then, what is the reason? The teacher says, swayam eva anubhutitman vidyate na anubhavyata because it is itself it is not the experience of anything but experience itself and therefore nyatru bhavat adneya natu asatya it is not known because it is not an object of knowledge and in this knowledge the knower known duality does not exist up to uh, again one more verse we have seen madhuryaadi swabhavanam anyatrasva gunarpinam svasmin that which is sweet by itself, like sugar, etc., we don't have to add sweetness from above, from other. Therefore, it is by itself sweet and it is required for those who are not sweet by themselves. Then, because the sweetness of the sugar is independent of external sources. Similarly, ma sa anubhavyatvam bodhatma tu Similarly, let there be no experience of the self, but the experience itself is the self. Now, this experience, you cannot describe, compare with anything. Because all our experiences fall in the purview of whatever we have gathered through sense organs, mind, and intellect. We have no experience beyond them. This is indicated in the scriptures through stories. Once Manu and Shatarupa they did tapasya for 10,000 years in Naimisharanya. (coughs) After that, Narayana came and said, yes, what can I do for you? So they said, Bhagwan, we want a son like you. From then this boy and girl problem is there. So, Bhagwan said, I am sorry, why? There is nobody like me. Then, never mind, I will myself come. And this is how Narayana took the avatar of Rama. Now the story is okay, but what message we get? When we study the scriptural stories, Pauranic stories. We have to know the tadparjanirne are the moral of the story. Why this is said? What is conveyed by this story? This is what is done in the Pauranic uh, stories uh, to indicate the truth. Here it is straight away told. Ma tatha anubhavyatvam. Let it not be an experience of uh, uh, an experience of any object because it is experienced by itself. And therefore, only those who have been able to get out of the limitations of knowledge gathered through sense organs, mind, etc., they alone can know the truth. All other things. You do upasana. You will see in upasana, all the time they will be telling, this will happen, that will happen, and then you will see this thing, you will get this experience, and we get caught up in it. I will tell you, many years before, I have taken this um, Sri Vidya Diksha from one great Mahatma, he was a Grastha, and that time he was 98. So, he was talking only in Sanskrit, no teeth in the mouth, so there should be spray on my face when I listen to him very nice, very old, and then after that was uh, given, then somebody, other person, he told me, don't worry now Maharaj I'll teach you what is to be done, then there are sixteen mantras, then I was told, you have to do omam for each mantra, depending upon the number of letters in that mantra, so she received the so many mantras, so, One mantra you say and then swaha avoti. Second is swaha avoti. I said, come on, this I am not going to do. He said, no, you have to do it. I have done it. I said, you might have done it. I am not going to do it. Then I said, okay, I asked Maharaj I asked him. You know what he told me? He said, Swamiji, you have to do nothing. I tell you. I feel my life fulfilled after giving you Diksha. You don't have to do anything. You see the doing, doing, doing is for those people who want something. We are beggars inside the temple and there are beggars outside the temple. Till such time you want anything in life including God-realization. God you are far away from the truth. See, friends. Therefore, Swayam Jyoti Bhavat Urosma Bhasate Kilad Tamivabhantaman Veti Tan Vasa Bhasate Now, with that, Swami is a quoting a mantra from Kathopanishad. <coughs> there it is said, Swayam Jyoti Bhavat This is self-illumined. Now take example for self-illumination. This book is bathing in the light from a bulb and thereafter this book which is illumined by the external light has come in front of my eyes and my eyes have the vision. Then only the knowledge of book takes place. Why? Because book is not self-illumined. Now, if I had to look at the bulb or the light, do I require the book? We are dropped that. Because the bulb is self-illumined. Then you come to yourself, your own vision. You go to the doctor. The doctor will ask, can you see it? Why should I tell you? Okay. Then how will he examine you? See, friends. Therefore, that which is self-established, doesn't require anybody's authentication. Even if a Nobel laureate comes and tells us that you don't exist, you will agree with Therefore, Swayam Eva, Jyotir Bhavatesha, Purosmar Vasate Akilar. before the appearance of anything, this exists at all the times. And this is what Bhagawan says, he, Upanishad says, Tabhi vabhantaman veti tan bahasa bahasathe digha. The mantra is, Natan bahasaite Suryo na shashanko na pavakaha. Bhagavad-gita also steals from there only. Bhagwan Krishna being a thief, He has stolen many mantras from Upanishad, but never quoted them at all. Okay, Maharaj yeena janate sarvam tatke nanneena janatam vidnyataram kena vidyan shaktam vidhetu sandanam so yeena sarvam janate that by which everything is known tat anneena kena janatam what others can know it it is something like this the vision knows all the colors and forms they cannot know the vision in this manner when you go subjectively you come to a point And we come to this point, that I know without any means of knowledge. Any knowledge which is gained through the means of knowledge is only an objective aspect. (coughs) Therefore, it is vidnyātāram kela vidyā chaktam, nor can never be known. Nor is the one who is illuminating everything known and therefore there is no means of knowledge required. Then, sa vetty vedyam tat sarvam dasti tasya vedita vidita vidita abhyam tat prutat bodha svarupakam. Here he is now quoting Kenopanisha. He says, So vetty vedyam tat the reality, the self knows all that is known, but Anya no, tasya Vedita, but nobody can know the truth. Then, after having made this statement, now see this is a very deep thought. In Kenoparishad, this theme comes. There the student goes and asks the question. Patati etc. So the teacher says, Oh, it is the eye of the eye, it is the mind of the mind, it is the ear of the ear, it is the speech of the speech. No, no, you are confusing me. Please tell me what exactly that is. So the teacher, I don't know. No, 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 don't say like that, I don't know. Please tell me, you must have been told something by your guru. Yes, that I can tell you. Then what did your guru tell you? So the teacher says, Anya aviditat adhihi that which is other than the known and the unknown. Now start working on this. What is the known and what is the unknown? First, known is (coughs) the effect, unknown is the disease. So symptoms are known and the cause of the disease is not known. So who is a man? The man is beyond the disease symptom and the disease, it is different, unknown, first thing. Second thing, the <coughs> known and the unknown. The Do you know Kannada? No, I don't know. Never mind. Parmatma is other than Kannada. Do you know Sanskrit? Yes. So what? Paramatma is other than (coughs) Sanskrit. (coughs) So, find out all that in this world is, what we know, what we don't know and start discarding. Ultimately, we will come to this point. Cause and effect, they fall in the purview of (coughs) known and unknown. So if it is other than the known and unknown, what does it mean? It is other than, Cause and effect. And what is the locus of cause and effect? Cause and effect is located in the intellect. Therefore, those who think, they cannot laugh. Those who laugh, they never think. Try to think and laugh. Then you will ask a question But what is the purpose that we should laugh, suffer? Therefore, intellectuals are more miserable than average people. Not only miserable, but they are intelligently miserable. And they justify. One lady became very angry with me after the satsang. She said, Swami, you are teasing us married people all the time. Be happy, be happy, be happy. Get married and show, be happy. (laughs) So, she is justifying that getting married is a, a certificate or a license to be miserable in life. Therefore, here the teacher says, Vidita Vidita Bhiam Tat Prutak. Now we go next step. The sound I know, Sri Ram. Again, Sri Ram. This became two because of the absence of the sound between the two. And both of them I know sound I know, then absence of sound sound I know. Then who am I? I am beyond the known and unknown. Become more and more subjective. In the waking, (coughs) we know the waking experience. In the dream, we know the dream experience. In the deep sleep, we do not know the waking and dream experience. But we are still there. Go further. Do we have the option of being absent? We can be absent-minded. We cannot experience our absence. So if our absence is not possible, is it necessary to assert that I am present? If I go on telling everybody, do you know, I am a man here, I am not a woman, I am a man. Don't you see my beard, I am a man. Nobody is objecting. Why I am telling again and again, then people start doubting. See friends, it is so simple. Anadevatar viditad adi. viditad adi. Therefore, the truth is neither to be known, nor remains unknown. When you hold on to this principle you will come to this experience that whether something is there or not, it makes no difference. For example, joy and sorrows. Something good happens, we are happy. Something bad happens, we are miserable. In both the cases, we are there. Then who are we? Beyond happiness and misery. But what happens? We get so much overpowered by the misery and as if we have come to a cuddless act. And there is nothing further in life. No. And this can happen only by one simple thing. Have patience. Things change in time. But we feel that we have come to a blind end. No, there are many more things in life. Therefore, let us not get unnecessarily influenced by any experience. And how this I practice, I tell you. Wherever I go, I start counting down. Like I came to Bengaluru. When I landed, six. Then it became five days. Then four days. Then three days. Then two days, then one day, then going. And because of that, not only I am happy, but my host and hostel, they are also happy. <laughs> See, when I come, they are happy. When one day passes, they are more happy. When two days pass, more happy. And in the last day, ah, gone. See, my friends, we are here in this world on a vacation. If you remember only this much, what will happen? We never go to any vacation to earn money. We go to spend money. We have got a budget. See? And when we are going home, we are happy. Whatever may be your, your five-star, seven-star re, re, um, resort. But after a few days, then you start remembering your home. <laughs> ab chalte, both, okay. Let's go home. And what is home? Absolutely opposite of the five-star facilities. There you have got wonderful furniture, best crockery, and somebody to sell it to you. Sir, sir, come home. Pull a cot with three legs, fourth is the chair, and sit, sit on that, and it is a musical chair. Still is heartbreaking. And then you ask, uh, um, can I get a cup of tea? Yes, sir. Forget about it. You have to keep quiet. And then the tea comes. And not in a imported crockery and all that, in a tray, in a cup. And the cup is bahera, no khan. And then all the lips are broken. It is not given with love. (laughs) Usme (laughs) jo majaye hoistarme. See, friends, we are here on a vacation, there is much more when we go home. When you remember this, you will never be attached and miserable in this world. See, one day, uh, one lady lost her husband many years before. And then I was there and crying and she was, Swami, you have to answer my question why did he go i said he was tired of you <laughs> but now what will happen to me i said now see reality is coming you are not concerned about this there was one um, police family in bombay and that uh, police officer he was very close to me he had one wife and three children a young man, must be about mid 40s or earlier 40, 41, 42. One day he came from somewhere in the morning, 4 o'clock, in front of the door he fell and died on the spot. So, people, walker, morning walkers, they went and found he is well-dressed. What happened to him? And he was dead. So, when I went there, all the things were completed. Then the son, he became so angry. I'll throw all the gods out of the house. Papa was so much dedicated to you. Why do you allow him to die? So miserable he was. Now how can we live in this world? Mommy doesn't know anything. And we are all small. Very angry, frustrated. So I was keeping quiet. There was no point in talking. He was not in a receptive mood. I said, come and talk to you after some time. After one month I went and talked to him. I said... Now tell me, you are miserable, is it not? Yes. Do you know why you are miserable? Because you are selfish. Then I told him, what was your father? He was a police inspector. Yes. Suppose he was promoted as a special police officer for the president of India. If that promotion is given to him, will you feel bad or good? Of course, I will feel good. Now also, is promoted to the higher life. Nobody dies. It is a process of evolution. But we don't understand it because we are stinking selfish. What will happen to me? What will happen to me? See, friends, when we walk spiritual path we have to be very clear about how we are interacting or reacting to a given situation therefore one has to again and again remind that all these things are uh, only our own imagination and because of that we suffer so bodhe api anubhavo yasya na jayate tam katham bodhe shastram loshtam samakrutim Vidya Aranduva Swami is very strong in his expression. He who says, I don't have my own experience to that muddy headed fool who can talk. See, Looshtam Samakrudim, made of mud. Can you say that I don't have my experience? Now he gives further example. If somebody makes a statement, I don't have tongue in my mouth. Now the one who doesn't have tongue in the mouth, he will never say that. And the one who is telling, he is lying. He is, without the tongue, he can't speak. In the same manner, one says, I want to realize what do you want to realize? This is how we get caught up in these pancha koshas. First with the body and then all the relations and possessions. One old Sindhi gentleman in Bombay asked me this question. Very old man. He said, Swamiji, you should not go out of Bombay. I said, all right, I will not go out. These are my simple principles to try. Any old man never argue. Whatever he or she says, say yes immediately. Next moment he will forget. Yes, about what? (laughs) But if you discuss, argue, then there will be a problem. I say, yes. These are practical Vedanta. (laughs) Then he said, Uh, See, I am having some fear these days about death. I said, look here, uncle, ask me one by one question. All you ask, I forget. Okay, first question, fear about death. I said, I guarantee you will die. Fear means what? Whether I will die or I will not die, is it not? (laughs) Don't worry, you will die definitely. No, 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 not that way. My fear is, what will happen to my wife, my children? My property, my business, what will happen? I said, you are asking to a wrong person. Ask them. They will tell you. What they will tell? They will tell you, Papa, we are waiting, go na? <laughs> Who wants us in this world? This wrong notion has to be corrected. And it can be corrected only by proper thinking. And proper, proper inquiry and learning from that inquiry. When we were not in this world, nothing was lacking. When we will leave this world, nothing will be lacking. If you don't trust, leave and see. So our earlier absence and later absence makes no difference. What difference it is making our presence in this world? But who is like me this is what is making us miserable see friends our struggle is try to improve the reflection in the mirror it is like a bird standing in front of the mirror he will do all sadhana first of all clean it wash it but even then, it is not going. Then, do yoga. Then, do pranayam. Then, then, do upasana. Om Omnivisya, Om Do homa. do Japa. Whatever he may do, it can never go. Then, a simple thing. He only has to know, it is an appearance, it doesn't exist. Be very attentive. Exactly the same way all the relations mother father brother sister husband wife in-laws outlaws all of them are appearances on us when my father died where i the son has gone so recognition of The appearance, as an appearance, is the only way to get out of the limitations of the appearance. Nobody can help us. Therefore, friends, the real spiritual practice is these two things. Get rid of the body identification and get rid of the notion that we are a soul in a body. I go to Gova only for that purpose. There they make soul curry. Such a tasty dish. The moment you take life in this wisdom, life becomes extremely simple and happy. When you take this world relations, possessions as illusions, you know what happens. Just analyze your experience. Whenever we recognize something as an illusion, what is our interaction with the illusion? For example, the rainbow. So when we see the rainbow, do we suffer? rainbow, No. We enjoy. But at the same time, be very attentive. At the same time, we do not desire to take a piece of rainbow and to be given to beloved wife. No friends, one wife caught up in the morning and told her husband, honey last night I had such a lovely sweet dream and um, you know, you have given me a very expensive diamond necklace. Oh, very good. Then he was busy with his work, no, 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 listen, so when are we going to go and get that diamond necklace? So, uh, he said, in next dream, (laughs) don't take life too seriously. The day you understand, spirituality is not becoming miserable. See, friends, otherwise, all the time, Gambirananda, what happened? You are not going to be hanged see friends this happens only because of one thing that i want something when you don't want anything you are relaxed even one single desire you are entertained see what is the tragedy suppose you have to catch the early morning flight maybe seven o'clock flight and international flight so you have to go three hours earlier and bengaluru another one and a half hour so you go to sleep very early so that you can wake up maybe about 2:30 or 3 o'clock, finish your bath and then go to the airport. So you finish your dinner quickly, go to sleep, and after every two minutes, why? Because I may lose my flight. So one desire has destroyed your whole night. We are carrying the mountain of desires destroyed our whole life. See friends, simply singing the bhajans doesn't make anything. Jehi vi dheera ke ram, tehi vi hiye. You know why Bhagwan doesn't answer our uh, prayers? When it is hot, we complain. Oh God, it is too hot. God says, okay, I'll get you rains, It will cool. Then the rains come. Oh God, it is too rainy. Okay, I'll get you winter. Winter comes. Oh God, it is too cold. God says, anything you to this fellow, he complains. Therefore, he will never listen to our prayers. See, friends. The highest spiritual practice is this, get freedom from any kind of desire. Even the desire to do good to others, to have compassion. See, in in, uh, Ubali, one man asked me this question, he said, Swamiji, you said, you should not try to make others happy, etc. I said, yes, I said that. But why did you say? I said, are you happy? He said, no. Then how can you make others happy? A miserable person cannot make others happy. And he who is happy, in his presence, others automatically become happy. When you make somebody happy, you are snatching his right to be miserable. We belong to democracy, isn't it? So, everybody has a right to be miserable. That has to. So don't struggle in that, and this is where the husband-wife don't understand. When the wife is miserable, husband tries to make her happy. No, that is, she likes very good country. <laughs> See, friends, take life lightly in the light of wisdom. So Yasmin Yasmin upekshane yad yet tad evam So Be attentive. Whatever, whatever is in this world, the upikshane. Upikshane means remain indifferent. Sounds, we are indifferent. Silence, we are indifferent. What is the net result? Presence or absence of sounds will have no consequences for us. Life becomes very easy. Therefore, one of the techniques, try this technique, I told again, I am telling you. These two things. Mind expresses as words. This principle you will not get in books or some from anywhere. Discover yourself. Try to think without using a single word. you cannot think. Now if this is clear, then try these two things. Number one, don't talk to yourself. Karmendriya close. Then listen to silence. Then Nyanandriya close. So, whether there are words talking to myself or whether the words are coming from outside, it makes no difference to me. It's very simple. Now, to go further, step by step, same example we will take, words. Now, the Tanmatra of the space Akashatanmatra is Shabda. Shabda is sound. But this sound becomes specific. Sare ma It has become specific. Then it becomes Bengali, Canada, Tamil, more specific. More the specificity is respected. We go away from the original, the shabda. See? And how it happens? Like when I was in China, I don't understand Chinese. So when I talk, they translate in Chinese and it is understood by them. But sometimes to introduce me, she talks, who am I? I said, now you have to translate for me also in English because I don't know what you are talking about me. <laughs> See how important it is. The Shabda is non specific. But whenever specificity is added, differences are created. Where differences are there, samsar begins. So try this thing. Neither talking to oneself, nor listening to silence. What remains is you, yajya yasmin loke, whatever, whatever is. See, yesterday I told you, two types of knowledges, one type of knowledge demands action or upasana to be followed. Second type of knowledge doesn't demand anything. So we are not asking you to do something, but remain indifferent. So sounds are there, let them be there, who cares. As you are listening to Vedanta, listen the same way to the world. Huh, this is easier. How many times we have heard? It makes no difference. We stand before the teacher as a challenge. Now you try. Huh. How many times we have heard? Satyam jnana Rama. You are the divine one. Oh, you are divine. We are making majaks of <laughs> See, one of my weaknesses is I don't remember anybody's names. So, because Nama So, to uh, hide my ignorance, I played tricks. I should not have told. <laughs> so, to one person, I told him, I was staying with him. I said, hey, Mahatmari, Jaldi Chalo, we are getting late. He said, no, don't call me Mahatma. Where am a Mahatma? I said, okay, Beekup, jaldi chal. <laughs> the moment I said, Beekup, jaldi chal, he was not angry, but he was surprised. How come Swamiji also knows? <laughs> Everybody calls me Beekup. <laughs> See, friends, you don't have to become divine. You are divine. But we have this, this is called a Bhavasagar. What is Bhavasagar? The desire to become something. bhava, to become something. So, a child, we ask him, hey, when you grow up, what do you want to become? Oh, I want to become, um, one boy asked his father, that I want to become an intelligent husband. So the dad was indifferent, again he came, dad, you are only um, watering the plants, you are not listening to me, I want to become an intelligent husband. So again the dad was indifferent, finally he came and hid the post pipe. you are not telling me, I don't want my wife to call me dumb like mom calls you. (laughs) Now the father has to talk, he said my dear child, there is nothing like intelligent husband in this world. Because those who are intelligent, they never become husband. (laughs) See, friends, life becomes extremely simple, but we get lost in specialities. Therefore, remain indifferent to anything. And this is what Bhagavan says, What is the sign of wisdom? Dukkeshu anudvignamana Means what? When the miseries come, you will experience the miseries. But you will not become miserable. Dukkeshu anudvignamana Then, Sukheshu vigatasprana When there are comforts, you will not become addicted to comforts. See? When these two things happen, you go through the experiences without creating an experiencer this is what is mentioned here that only the experience without the birth of an experiencer so if there is pain you experience the pain but you don't become a painful personality See, spiritual life doesn't mean that we become totally dumb and inert, no. Many people have got that funny notion. Example, I'll tell you, in Badrinath, there was one Mahatma, huge black body, tall, very hefty, only kaupina, without any clothes on his body. And near um, Badrinath temple, there is one hot water spring, and also the Palaknanda, extremely cold. So cold that if you put your feet in there, you don't know whether food is there or gone. It's So cold. He will get into that Alaknanda comfortably and take a dip two, three times and slowly come out of that river. And like you must have seen how the dogs, when they become wet, they do like this. He will do like this, like a Gajagati and slowly walking and all the people. How come he is not feeling cold. He is not feeling cold. Because he is a Mahatma. Now, second stage. When it is extremely cold, like in December, January, then they migrate to Haridwar Shukri. And when they come to Haridwar, then they require the ice slabs in their room. Then only they can stay, because they cannot tolerate heat. Now be attentive. Temperature is experienced by the of, uh, organ called as the skin, Now what is the healthy skin? Healthy skin is that skin which can perceive cold and which can perceive heat. If your skin is not perceiving heat and cold that means it is having a leprosy. You know a leper doesn't have the experience of heat and cold. Similarly, if our eyes are open, and if we cannot see, is it realization? No. We go through all the experiences of life, but an experiencer is not born. See friends, but what happens to us? Small little things happen here and there, and we lose our total balance as if everything is gone. So, we have to learn this technique. Yet, bodhamatram tat brahmeti dhir brahmanishthaya. This understanding, this experience is called as abidance in the reality. And this experience is unbroken because it is uncreated and therefore unending. Therefore, whether we want or we don't want, whether we know or we don't know, we are divine. This is too much. unchangeable. See, friends. And once you take this, you will be always relaxed. You will not try to please anybody. You will be always at so yet Bodha Matram Tat Brahma itityaham Pancha Kosha Parityagi Sakshi Bodha Vashataha Sasaru Pamsa He Vasya Shunya Durgatam. In this manner, Pancha Kosha Parityagi. When we are by a proper understanding, be attentive. Parityaga means not you don't have to destroy anything, simply come to know. The body is not created by you; doesn't listen to you, and you cannot be the body. See this body and the other body. Now, what is the difference between the two? This body I have not created; that body I have not created. This body doesn't listen to me; that body doesn't listen to me. But that body I am not; but this body I am. What wisdom it is! And our whole life is lived on the foundation of this foolishness. See friends, therefore we told you, analyze your personal experiences. In deep sleep, we are not identified with the body. Therefore, we are nobody. But we are there. That means, the body is because of me, I am not because of the body in the last life i had done something wrong in this life i am free next life i will suffer that means what whether the body was there or not i exist i existed always so where is the death the more you become subjective in analyzing your experiences you will see all what is said in the scriptures is nothing but the experiences analyzed in the light of scriptural authority. So, I'll tell you one experience I had in England. I was uh, staying with my friend's mother's place. Only for one night. We reached there at about 10 o'clock or so. And uh, that Amma has made a nice bed for me. If you want to see an ideal, beautiful, perfect house, you can see a British house. So neat and clean. Not one nail extra on the uh, wall. Our Indian houses, you have to find out. Kaha So, there was a nice table cape next to my bed. And some books kept, I may read, Night Lamp. And I lie down. So I took some book just to see what it is, after 10-15 minutes, then I put it down. I wanted to switch off the light, so I could not see the switch. I had to get up. So when I got up and saw the light, as if it had entered my eyes, then I switched off and light down. When I closed my eyes, that bright light was seen by me. Then I opened my eyes, I saw the street lights. Again, I closed my eyes. I saw the bright light. Again, I opened my eyes. I saw the street light. And Eureka. Who am I? The one who is experiencing through the agency of the sense organs as well as the one who is experiencing without the agency of the sense organs. Therefore, whether it is waking or it is a dream or it is a deep sleep, I remain uncontaminated. Is it not our experience? In the dream, we have very good and bad experiences. But when we are awake, we say, come on, it was just a dream. We don't take it seriously. In the same manner, when somebody is talking all rubbish and he is in sleep, so what we say, come on, he is sleeping, don't worry, it's okay. Wise people look at us in the same way. When we talk all nonsense to them, they say nah, so raha. Right. <laughs> Let you talk, because what is sleep? Tatvasya agranam nidra, annetha agranam swapna mandukya Upanishad Karika, Gaudapada Acharya says: When you do not know your essential nature, you are in sleep, and when you mistake yourself to be something else, you are in dream. See, friends, therefore, the more you become extremely subjective, so in deep sleep, we are neither mother nor father, because we are not identified with the body. Therefore, this is one simple spiritual practice. Two times, when you go to sleep, what has to be done? Simply observe what we do. We collect ourselves from the whole world, All achievements, failures, everything, we leave it, come home. Then after we come home, we leave the whole house, go to our bedroom. Then we enter the quilt and close the eyes and switch off the lights and we give up everything, everything, everything. Ultimately, that one who was giving up, he also is to be given up. So what was that? I want to sleep. I want to sleep, I want to sleep. Till such time, I and want is, sleep doesn't begin. And the moment I and want is dropped, the sleep begins. Exactly self-realization is this. Therefore, those people who sleep in satsang, I respect him the most. Because what for we have come here to hold on, to know, I know, I study. Then you are still ignorant. Those who sleep, they are realized. See, friends, just come to discover your own experiences are the best guru. Sakshi That is our essential nature. durgatam. It cannot be absence. Therefore, I am, about this you have a doubt, then who can talk to you? You have doubt whether you are there or not, then how can I talk to you? And therefore, uh, who can ever come and discuss anything because you don't exist. Therefore, so asatvam natu kasmai rochate vibramam vina. Therefore nobody can ever think of one's absence unless you are deluded. See? It's only through delusion we can imagine. This, it happens every day. The key is in our hand. I don't know where I kept the key. These people go on. And finally, you say, So are you getting it? No, it was already there. Exactly the same way. We don't have to do and create our divine self. We are the divine. But what happens? Right from childhood, we have a habit of doing something or the other. Workaholic. And therefore, do this, do that. Do this, do that. Try to remain without doing anything. Start with small doses. Five minutes. Simply sit And then, watch your mind. Mind will suggest, why waste time? Let me go and cut onion. You see that because the moment movements are stopped. Mind dies. Mind cannot exist without movement. Wherever sequence is established, mind is created. And the mind creates the time. See? When there is no sequence, no time created, no mind. Like we go to sleep, event number one. Thereafter, no event. Therefore, no mind. Therefore, no sequence. And when we get up, second event. The first thing we see, oh, what is the time? See. And whole day, we wake up, event one. We go to washroom, event two. Then we take bath, event three. Then we take breakfast, event four. Whole day, one after other, events are happening and therefore when we try this that we stop oh. this experience which is in the absence of everything is the truth. But normally what is our understanding, if the Mahatmas have got some Siddhis, then he is a Mahatma. Be very attentive. The uh, fruit of Tapasya is Siddhi. The fruit of knowledge is realization. Those who have practised both tapasya and knowledge, they have both Siddhis as well as Realization. But normally, average people, they get attracted towards all the kinds of Siddhis. And it is possible, it is not a great deal, but that is not a purpose. See, like in the our day-to-day material world, Earning a lot of wealth is Siddhi's. In the same manner, in the spiritual world, getting many divine powers is also Siddhi. So there, in the waking world, he is the rich man. In the spiritual path, he is a great Mahatma. See, friends, and this is such a great attraction, that we are able to read somebody's mind, with your own mind you are sufficiently frustrated why know somebody else's mind see friends but that becomes kind of a spirituality it is not so swatmat asatvam natu vina unless we are deluded we will never think that i am not and atha eva shrutir brute Asat in Tethura this mantra comes. Asa Deva Bhavati, if you think that non-existence is then you are non-existent. Therefore, friends, just only we have to remain aware that I am. Give up all the special status. I am rich, I am poor, I am Gujarati, I am Connecticut, I am educated, I am uneducated, I am married. ah slowly, 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 try this. Not long hours, little, little. Spiritual evolution is not a gain. It is a complete loss. Is it not our experience in the deep sleep? In deep sleep, what do you get? Get nothing. We give up everything. That which is present in the absence of everything is the truth. See, friends, it is not a process of doing anything. It is a process of undoing everything. It is not that we have to become divine. It is to recognize But the teacher says, Asat Brahmeti Chedveda Swayameva Bhavet Asat Ato Asyamabhud Vedyatvam Swasatvam Tu Abhyupayatam. Therefore, Asat Brahmeti Chedveda, if you think that there is nothing like Brahman, then you are not there. And then, Ato Asyamabhud Vedyatvam. Therefore, let the Brahman, the reality, be not known because it is not an object. Our problem is, we are so conditioned by gathering the knowledge only through the means of knowledge. See, that knowledge which does not involve the operation of sense organs, mind or intellect. That is the truth. The knowledge gathered through the sense organs is objective knowledge. The, mind, the knowledge gathered through, the mind is the experiences. And the knowledge gathered through the intellect is concepts. Once in uh, Pittsburgh, US, after my talk, the professor told me in a, in a college or university, he said, Mr. Swami, you have presented concepts very well. I said, I disagree with you. I did not talk concepts. You are a professor is a concept. You are American is a concept. You are successful is a concept. You are is not a concept. See, therefore, those who take these scriptures as a profession to earn bread and butter, they become erudite scholars. See. This is subjective experience. And when you become erudite, then you keep only on collecting all unwanted things. Until recently, I was in Japan, went and visited one Zen monastery. And met uh, that Zen master there. So we had tea, coffee and all that. And thereafter, I said, hey, please tell me something about Zen philosophy, I don't know. So he started telling how the Zen first was in India, then from there it came to China, then it got modified and from there it came to Japan, and then he was the one, he came in this year, then all the history and the um, historical facts, but what is Zen? Never told. Then he asked me, Now you please tell something. So I, then I started telling. I said, "Mm, that which exists in the absence is the truth. Ah, Please tell, I am not understanding it. I said, okay. That which exists in the absence is the truth. We are never taught like that. When you become subjective, then you know. Sound, you know. Silence, you know. So where where are you? You are both in the sound and the silence. Therefore, you are beyond both. Now for that, you don't have to go to India. You don't have to go to China. You don't have to have the historical facts. See, friends. Therefore, the more we are able to Recognize that if it is not, when everything is absent, the truth is absent, no. So, ato asya maabhut vidyatvam tu asatvam tu avyupayatam. Therefore, come to recognize your own presence. That is what is the ultimate truth. Ki drushita chet pruchet ki drukta yad anidrukta drukcha tat sarupam This is beautiful thing. Okay, I agree. Brahman is, Paramatma is self is. Now tell me, the self is like what? Like what? That means comparison. Comparison you can do only if you have got earlier knowledge of some kind. Oh, you are so beautiful, your face is like the moon. Comparison. But why do you call con- moon in, therefore? Comparison. So, like what? Kidrush tadru. So, the teacher says, Akshanam vishetu idru paroksha tadru guchate. Whatever is gathered through the sense organs is called as like this. And paroksha tadru guchate. Paroksha means what we have gathered from the scriptures. Paramatma is like this, Paramatma is like that, Devi is like that, and she did like this thing and all that. It's all Tadruk. None of us have seen the heaven or any God, but we keep on imagining. Oh, God is like that, God is like that. And slowly, slowly, our mind can become anything. And then we get caught up in that. See, that day, when I did meditation, there was such a bright light, you know. I saw... But Swamiji, I don't know what happened. After that, the light is not coming. What has happened? I said, bulb fuse, change. Remember one simple rule. Any experience which comes and goes is a flicker of mind. Whatever may be the experience. Even if you see God, yes. Because when our mind can think, good and bad, it can think also of God. Knowing can be only by being. When the knowing and being remain separate, it is only the mental uh, projection. It is not true. Therefore, akshana vishetu idru parukchat vishai naaksh but the self is neither the object of uh, sense organs to asatvarnasya parokshata and therefore it is not paroksha paroksha means what <coughs> paroksha means apta whatever we have heard from our teachers or the scriptures and that we start accepting so paroksha means Param is other aksham is the sense organs. So somebody has said that there is uh, space and beyond the space there are 17 lokas and 15 people. You have only heard paroksha. And in the paruksha, you require faith. But in Aparoksha, you don't require. I am is not a faith. It is an experience and this experience doesn't require authentication by anybody. Therefore, the self is like what, this question is redundant, it is not like this, like that. See, as you go deeper and deeper, subtler and subtler, and closer and closer to your own self, the language starts becoming important. When we have to talk about uh, the earth, we can write pages together. Talk about water, less. Talk about fire, still less. Talk about air, still less. Talk about the space, very less. Talk about your emotions. One girl, Small one. Now she's a grown-up, so I always tease her with that same thing. She used to write me. Sami, I love you. So that love she used to write and four five lines and "really you. What she meant? I l- love you. What is this foriti? Because subtler the experience, important is the language. And therefore, Dakshinamurti mauna vyakyam Brahma brahmatattvam yuvanam. The truth is revealed only in the eloquence of silence. There is no other language. We attend you. World is nothing but names and forms. Forms are other than us. Be very attentive. Forms are other than us. Names are in our mind. Book that you are seeing is a form. Book, this word, is in our mind. If the mind is closed, the forms have no existence. If there are no forms, there is no name. When there is no name, there is no mind. Mind cannot survive without sounds, without words. Therefore, we told you these two things. When you stop talking to yourself, the mind dissolves in consciousness. When you listen to silence, meaning when the words do not disturb you at all, you are back with the absolute self. Like, the water is not disturbed by the ocean or the waves. Water is not afraid of drowning in the depth of the ocean, nor afraid of breaking into pieces when the waves break. Exactly the same way when the names and the forms which are always many. Formless is one. Nameless, soundless, silence is one. So expose yourself to the silence but then what mistake we do when we expose to silence we start getting disturbed by the sounds therefore silence is also not the absolute it is in relation to the sounds where there is a silence there is no sound where there is a sound there is no silence the truth is unopposed. When there are waves on the ocean, there is no addition. When they disappear, there is no loss. Now become subjective. When there is a waking, nothing is added to me. When the waking disappears, I don't lose anything. When the dream comes, nothing is added to me. When the dream disappears, I don't lose anything. This is going on incessantly. When we thus become aware that the truth is unopposed experience. No experience adds anything. And there is no loss because of anything. Therefore, <coughs> these are very subtle and subjective. So, we say to parokshata. So, we are neither recognized through the medium of sense organs, or through the mind, or through the intellect. So, drop them, and we come to a point which cannot be dropped. That is what is our essential nature. Therefore Upanishadic mantra, tyage ki All that can be given up, give up, give up, give up. And how to give it up, only through wisdom man. What is the wisdom? Nothing belongs to us. Like I cannot divorce somebody else's wife <coughs> in the same manner. What can you live in this world? What belongs to us? Living with this wisdom and playing the game of life is living Vedanta 24-7. <coughs> Om Purnamadha purnamidam, purna Purnasya, Purnamada, Purnameva, Vashishate, Om Shanti Shanti Shanti, Hari Om, Sri Guru Vyona Maha, Hari Hom.